Shalom Aleichem. This is Shaul Wordheimer, Chabad of Queens College. Today is the day after Lag Boimer, Tovshin Pei, May 13, 2020. In early 1953, Reb Moshe Feinstein wrote a tshuva to Reb Mordechai Pinchas Taitz of Elizabeth, New Jersey. Reb Taitz had a fascinating relationship with the Rebbe, perhaps for another time. The tshuva was regarding if it is permissible for a blind person to attend shul with his seeing eye dog in order to daven with a minion, hear Kaddish and Kedusha, Kriyas HaToyra, Megillah, etc. This sugya and the discussion that ensued gets to the heart of whether davening in shul is a halachic requirement. Is it considered appropriate to bring an animal into shul? So Rabbi Moshe Paskind that it is mutter, it's permissible. Among his proofs is a Yerushalmi that says that Rebbe instructed teachers that if someone arrives with only a little knowledge of Torah, you should accept him, quote, together with his donkey and other possessions into the Beis HaMedrish. So bringing a donkey into shul is no worse than eating or drinking in a shul, which is permissible for a Torah scholar, Beshaz Hadchak, under extenuating circumstances. Reb Moshe concludes that a dog is not worse than a donkey. And moreover, This is a great Shaz Hadchak, that if we don't permit the person to attend shul with their seeing eye dog, then this individual will, this individual will miss Tfilah B'Tzibor, Kiz HaToyra, Megillah, and so forth throughout his life. Additionally, there are certain times of year, writes Reb Moshe, such as the Yomim Noroim, that not going to shul could cause much agmas nefesh, the person who could become very distraught. This is the tshuva in brief. Enter Reb Menachem Mendel Kasher. He's best known for his encyclopedic work on the Torah, the Torah Shlema. He also published manuscripts of the Rogachover Goin that were found in a shoebox belonging to one of his daughters. Rav Kasher was born 1895 in Poland. He was a Gerer Chosid. And in 1924, he was sent by the Imre Emes to Yerushalayim to establish the Sfas Emes Yeshiva. He lived in New York for a while. And even when he was in Israel, he would come frequently to America to fundraise. Rav Kasher disagreed with this tshuva of Rav Moshe. He also disagreed with other uh, tshuvas of Rav Moshe. Famously, Rav Kasher permitted making an Eruv in Manhattan. Rav Kasher, in his tshuva, quoted a posuk from Parshas Kiseitze. Loi sovi esnon zaino mechir kelev. You shall not bring the pay of a dog into the base Hamikdash. The Sifri says that one might conclude from this verse that it is forbidden to bring something that was merely exchanged for a dog into the base Hamikdash. Yet that is not the case. So Rav Kasher says, however, that since the Sifri has a hava amina, it has a, a thought not to allow a tamuras kelev, that is something exchanged for the dog, into, a besamikdash, into the besamikdash. So al-achas kama v'chama, all the more so, an actual dog would certainly not be permitted. 
He also quotes the Kli Yakar Parshas Kiseitze, which is a Perkhov Gimel Posikutes, who writes that dogs are aze nefesh, mezanin befarhesya, they are brazen, they act licentiously in public. And therefore, Al Cain says the Kliyakar ain nochoin lahaviyom lamokim hakdusha. It's not proper to bring them to a holy place such as a shul. Additionally, he brings from the Sefer Achinuch Mitzvah 571, who writes that the reason one cannot bring a mechir kelev into the Beis Hamikdash is because dogs are aze nefesh, again brazen. V'shem amitoy choshvoi bohen. Maybe the person will see a dog and he'll think about a dog. And he'll think about the strong nature of a dog. This will embolden the individual. The person will be emboldened not to do the proper tshuva. So Rabbi Kasher asserts that according to the Chinuch and the Kliyakar, it is forbidden to bring a dog into a holy place. So even though, as the Yerushalmi says, it's permissible to bring a donkey into shul, but, he concludes, a dog is worse and should not be permitted at all to bring into a shul. In the summer of 1959, these words of Rav Kasher reached the Rebbe. A little bit of background. Rav Kasher and the Rebbe had a very close relationship. With each volume of the Torah Shlema that he completed, he would send a copy to the Rebbe with great covet. The Rebbe encouraged him, giving certain instructions and so forth. Rabbi Kasher had a team of younger lights working with him, doing research and so forth. One of those was Rav Zev Dov Slonim. During his second Yechidus with the Rebbe, 1976 or 77, it was a 25-minute long Yechidus, a minute or so of the discussion was about the Torah Shlema. Rabbi Slonim had begun working for Rabbi Kasher around 1963 for a few hours a day working on the Torah Shlema. So how did this issue, this dispute between Rabbi Moshe and Rabbi Kasher come to the Rebbe's attention? Well, on June 29th, 1959, that is Chav Gimel Sivan, Tavshin Yutes. The Rebbe wrote a letter to Rabbi Kasher. It's published in Igris Kodesh, volume 18. As mentioned, Rabbi Kasher was involved in publishing manuscripts from the Rogachov Goin, and the Rebbe took a great interest in this. So in this letter, the Rebbe sent his comments on Safnas Paneach on Maseches Makois, as he said, that will certainly interest Kvod Teirasei. In one of these notes, the Rebbe referenced the tshuva from Rav Moshe, in contrast to Rav Kasher's forbidding bringing a dog into shul. Rav Kasher's secretary, Rav Yitzchak Fried, sent Rav Kasher's response to this letter to the Rebbe. And on Tes Zion Tammuz of that same year, the Rebbe wrote a response in which he sided with Rav Moshe. This letter is printed in Igris Kodesh, volume 18, page 455, as well as Likut HaSichas, Chelek Tezayin, page 616. So in this letter, regarding the proof that Rav Kasher brought from the Sifri, the Rebbe noted that one cannot derive a halacha from a kosal kadaitach in Sifri, from something that the Sifri suggests as a possibility. Furthermore, one cannot learn halacha and prohibitions from drush, 
even if this Isser is actually implied in the Kliyakar. Moreover, the Rebbe asserted that the words Ein Nochoin in the Kliyakar do not stylistically indicate an actual prohibition. Another point regarding the Kliyakar and the Chinuch, concerning which the Rebbe writes in parentheses, Ulafele, it's a wonder. I have not seen anybody as of yet discuss this uh, following issue. And the Rebbe says, writes as follows The proofs from the Kliyakar and the Chinuch are mufrach. They're out of the question. Based on a Gemara in Yuma, Dafchof Alphon base, which says that in the second base on Mikdosh, a fire descended on the Mizbech in the shape of a crouching dog. So if, according to the Chinuch, seeing, merely seeing a dog in the Beis HaMikdosh might cause one to be emboldened, reticent to repent, then why would the fire appear in the Beis HaMikdosh in the shape of a dog? Thus, it must be this was apparently not a concern to see a dog. A similar approach could be taken with the Kliyakar. If an image of a dog was not problematic in the Beis HaMikdosh, then certainly a dog is permitted in a shul. Ah, you might say, that this doesn't mean, this Gemara doesn't mean that the fire was actually in the shape of a dog or a lion in the first base of Mikdash, but rather it might mean that the way in which the fire would descend, that is in the first base of Mikdash, it was a solid pillar like a lion, but in the second base of Mikdash, it would jump around up and down like a dog. No, that cannot be, says the Rebbe. Why? Because Rashi himself says, Al-Asar, right there in the Gemara, that it was doy mela'ari roivets, that it was an actual image of a lion and a dog. Also, the Zoyar and the Tikkunai Zoyar say that there was the yukna de'ari v'chelev, there was the actual image of a lion and a dog in the Beis HaMikdosh. Another point. At the end of Rav Kasher's tshuva, he writes that there is not an obligation to daven and shul. And it would therefore be preferable that a blind person should not attend shul rather than bring a dog into such a holy place. However, in response to this point, the Rebbe references Shulchan Aruch, the laws of Tefillah Simon Tzadik Seif Tes, which says, A person should endeavor they should go out of their way to daven with a minion in shul. Fast forward to Shulchan Aruch Simen Tov Tesvav, which is titled, You're only allowed to make an Erev Tchumin for a Devar Mitzvah. The obvious question is, what's a mitzvah? What is considered a mitzvah with regards to this halacha? So right over there, the Magen Avram quotes the Maril as being uncertain if one can make an Erev Tchumin in order to go to a Minyan. However, the Magen Avram concludes that based on the halacha we quoted in Simon Tzadik, that Yishtadel Odom Lispalov Beis HaKnesses in Matzibor, a person should endeavor to daven of the Minyan in Shul, it is definitely permissible, says the Magen Avram, to make an Erev Tchumin to go to a Minyan, because it's definitely a mitzvah. The Rebbe adds one final thought. Based on the Ramah at the end of Simon Peiches in Orachaim, that discusses if a woman is allowed to go to shul while she is a nida. The Ramah writes, 
even in a place where people are machmir, that a woman who is nida should not attend shul. Nevertheless, says the Ramah, on the Yomim Toivim and other uh, similar times, many people gathered together and go to shul. So in such a case, She's permissible, a woman is permissible, even if she's needed to go to shul like everyone else. This would be very depressing. Everyone's coming to shul, and they're stuck on the outside. Thus, a seeing eye dog is permitted in shul. For two reasons, both because of the tsa'ar, the pain that the blind person would have if he must remain outside of the tzibur, yam duchut, standing outside a shul, and also because of the great chashivus, the importance and prominence of davening with a minion in shul. We hope and pray that coronavirus will end soon, and all those who lost a loved one will be comforted. All those who needed refuah shlema will have a speedy and complete recovery, and we will soon be able to once again daven together in shul and learn in the base medrash, and our children will be back in, in yeshivas and mitzvah Hashem. And most importantly, as we daven three times a day, every day, that we should have the ultimate nechama with the coming of Mashiach. L'chaim.